Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Amen. It's good to be here tonight. Amen. The faithful that are here. Amen. Thank you. Get ready here. Amen. A lot of times I get too dry and I don't even think about taking a drink. But you know, tonight, um, I just want to open up in prayer before we get started tonight. Father God, just thank you. And praise you, Lord. Thank you for your people, Lord God, for your body of Christ that is here, Lord God. Lord God, that we come, Lord God, seeking you, Lord God, and knowing who you are, Father God. And help us, Lord God, Lord God, to be refreshed and recharged, Lord God, as we, Lord God, come tonight, Lord God, to receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Take my glasses off because... I need to read my my notes, hopefully. Amen. But I want to start off with the book of Genesis, chapter 1, and verse 26. Said, then God said, you need to pay attention to the wording. That's how he puts it. Let us make mankind in our image in our likeness, so they they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky and over the livestock and over the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Amen. Amen. He said, let us. He didn't say, let me. He said, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, let us create mankind in our own image. Tonight, if you... The message is titled, What Do You See? What do you see? In the book of John, chapter 20, here we, we come to the uh, place where Jesus has, been, uh, has already died, and he's already come back. But now, here in verse 24, it says, Now Thomas was known, also known as Didymus, One of the twelve was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, Have you seen the Lord? But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put the finger where the nails were, and put my hand into the side, I will not believe. In verse 26, a week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach your hand and put it into my side and stop doubting and believing. And Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those that have not seen and yet believed. 
Amen. The message is what do you see? Here, Thomas wouldn't believe that they saw the Lord unless he was actually able to put his hand and, and into the nail marks and touch the side of where he was pierced. Amen. But tonight, let's go a little, little deeper into what the Lord says. I created man in my image, in my likeness. You. He created you. A lot of times, we don't understand when we got saved... I, I, I would, let's go back and say, when you got saved and when you looked at yourself in the mirror, what did you see? What did you see before you got saved? What did you, what did you look like? What were you going through? What were your habits? But now, understand is that when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's got to be a, a, an ultimate change in your life and in your walk with the Lord. Jesus says that when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that he is also going to give you his spirit, the Holy Spirit, to dwell in you, to be inside of you, to be in you, to be complete in you, so that you can know who he is, that you can be changed and transformed and have the image of God in your life. That is what God wants to do. He wants to transform you. He doesn't want you to stay where you were at. He doesn't want you to look at yourself and look at yourself and still see yourself staying the same. There has to be a change. There has to be a transformation. A lot of times you know, we get up in the morning and we get ready to go out to work and go to the school or go to the market. And the thing is, is that we get ready, don't we? Don't we? Men and women, you look at yourself and you get yourself prepared and you get ready to go out there. But us men, you know, I, I look at, okay, yeah, we look in the mirror. Oh, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm gone. I'm going. All right. I got it all together. And the women, they take their time. <laughs> they get all dolled up. They fix their hair. They put their makeup on. But you know something? We forget to see who we really are. Don't we? We go out into the world and we forget that we're saved. We forget that we're a Christian. We forget that we're supposed to have the image of God. We're supposed to have the reflection of the Lord in our walk in our life. And we start our day out without even spending time with God and understanding what he wants to do in our lives before we go out and go and face whatever we're going to face. And we're, a lot of times we face trials and troubles and struggles and we forgot to spend time with God and we wonder why we go through what we go through. Amen? So what do you see? I want to read out of the book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 3, starting in verse 3 through 8. It's at that time we too were full 
foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved in all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kind of love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us, not because of, of our righteousness or things that we have done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing and rebirth and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to, to stress these things so that those of you have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good, those things that are excellent and profitable for everyone. Amen? This is our old life, our old nature what we used to be like. But we put on Christ. We put on Jesus. We put on the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. And we are now transformed. We are now renewed. We are, he says, rebirthed by the power of the Holy Spirit that is in us. You have something greater inside of you. But are we using what He's given us? Amen? In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12, he says, Therefore, since we have such a, a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who had to put on a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing by. Verse 14, But their minds were full, made dull, for, for this day and the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It is not because been removed because only in Christ it is taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whoever anyone, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit is, the Lord is, and there is freedom. Amen. Verse 18, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into an, His image with ever-increasing with ever glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Amen. We are the image of Christ. We are the image of God. We have the power of the Holy Spirit within us, and we are changed, we are transformed, we are no longer that old man, we are no longer that old person that we used to be, things have changed, things have changed in our lives, the day that we got seen, saved, that we saw, start seeing things develop in our lives, we start seeing changes in our life. we start thinking differently, why, because we have something greater inside of us that helps us, and, and shows us, and guides us, and directs us, and, and helps us to be who we are today day but we have to call on him we have to rely on him we have to look at ourselves and see who do we see today who we are what do you see in yourself today are you changed are you transformed are you seeing something different about yourself when you go out there into the world do people see something changed in you 
You, amen? Do you see what people see? Do you know who, who you are? Do you know who you have inside of you? Do you know who Jesus Christ is? Do you know who the Holy Spirit is? Do you know who you can call on, who can change you, who can help you, who can guide you? Do you know that when you struggle and go through the trials and tribulations in life and you call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, you have something inside of you that's going to help you and develop you and get you out of where you're at. Amen. You call upon the Lord and he's there to help you. You call upon him because he's given you the advocate, the Holy Spirit to come inside your life to help you and guide you, to help you to do the things that you need to do, not to do the old things that you used to do, not to put on that veil again, not to put on that old man again, but to put on Jesus Christ, to put on a freshness and a renewedness that comes through the Holy Spirit. In Romans 12, 1, he says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, to view, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. Amen? Amen. Renewed, refreshed, pleasing unto God. You're, you are transformed, he said. You are renewed, he says. You are renewed by the power that is in you. You can't do it on your own. If you go out there into that world thinking that you're going to be able to conquer what's out there in that world on your own self and your flesh, you're going to fall. He wants you to trust in him. He wants you to give it your all. you got to go in all the way. You can't just put your feet in the water. You can't go up to your knees, he says. You can't go up to your waist. He says, jump in all the way. But too many times we just want to, oh, settle for a little bit. Well, I'll just have a little bit of Jesus today. And maybe tomorrow I might just put a little bit on. No, every day you got to put on Christ. Every day you got to put on the whole armor of God. Every day you got to go out there with the power of the Holy Spirit. Else you're not going to make it. You can fool yourself. You can kid yourself. But you got to know when you look in the mirror every day, when you get up in the morning, who do you see? What do you see? Do you see Christ in you? In verse 3, in Romans 12, he says, For the grace given, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has, has one body, has many members, these members do not all have the same function. Verse 5, so in Christ we, through many, form one body. Each member belongs to all the others. We, all, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If the gift is prophesying, he says, then prophesy. If it's according to your faith, 
If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, lead diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. We all have to work together. We are all part of the body of Christ. We all have different functions. We all have different gifts. But if we don't come together, we don't do what we need to do together, we are going to fail. We are not going to make it. We are just a fraction of, of, the, of the body of Christ here. But when we all come together and we all do our part, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. It makes a difference when we do our part and give to the missionaries. It makes a difference when we go out and preach to another church. It makes a difference when we go out to an outreach. It makes a difference when we go to our families. It makes a difference when we go to the marketplace and go to the fuel pumps. It makes a difference when we go to church. It makes a difference no matter where we go that we have the image of Christ in our life. But too many times we don't want to take Jesus with us. We don't want anybody to know who I am. You have to know who you are. What do you see? What do you see? We are his body. We are every bit and pieces. We are the blood. We are the veins. We are the muscles. We are the ligaments the heart, the fingers, toes, the mind, the vessels, whatever part you are, you have to use what you have. You have to use the gift that you have. In Philippians 2, verse 12, he says, For my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Verse 14, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. Amen. You are the reflection of the Lord, and he wants you to shine no matter where you're at, but you got to do it with the right attitude. Amen. Jesus, we've got to call on Jesus. We've got to call on him daily. Every day. In John chapter 14, verse 9, Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show me the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak of my own authority, Rather, it is the Father living in me who is work doing a, who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me 
will do the works that I've been doing, and they will be even greater things than, than these, because I am going to the Father, I will, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask of anything in my name, and I will do it. I will. It says, you have, Jesus, you have to realize, Jesus says that you have the Father. If you know Jesus, if you have Jesus Christ, if you have the Spirit of the Lord inside you, you have the Father with you as well. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You have power. And he says to call on his name, and he will do anything. But do we call? Will we call? Will we ask when we're going through what we're going through? Will we stop and think about what you're doing before you continue to do it? Because that's going to make the difference. It's going to make the difference in how you walk with the Lord. You can't keep falling every day. You can't keep stumbling every day. God is not going to keep letting you go over the same thing over and over and over, and you're not going to learn through what your mistakes are. He wants you to learn from your mistake and go forward and continue on and do greater things. Amen. I finished with this last uh, scripture in verse in John 14, still verse 15. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. Amen. The world cannot accept Him because it is neither sees Him or knows Him, but you know Him, for you, for He lives in you and will be with you. And I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You will also will live. On the day you will realize that I am in the Father and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Amen. What do you see? Amen. You have to realize who you are and who you have. Amen.